Share number 316, Shai Tshuva, Gimel, Oizresh Yud Beis. It's possible a person will not accept the Lashon Hara. He's still doing an Iser by showing that he's listening to the Lashon Hara. Gamim Hito Oizen Hashemeya. Rabbeinu Yoyne tells us here in Shari Tshuva that even if the listener inclines his ear to hear the words that are spoken, he shows that he wants to hear. Even he's not going to accept. As I share this piece from Rabbeinu Yoyne with you, I'm reminded the Gemara in Ksubis, Dafa Shavua is Mitzvah Shem, beginning Ksubis this coming week. I encourage everyone Participate in starting learning a daf a week with this wonderful program. The Gemara says in Ksubas Daf Hey, Hey Amad Beis, and Tapad Amad, very easy to remember where it is because Hey is five, and it talks about the purpose of the five fingers and the names, gives us the names of the fingers, the halachic names, not the ring finger and the pinky finger. Okay, these are whatever they are. But the names of the fingers. And then the Gemara tells us there also the purpose of the fingers. You know, have you seen children sometimes? You talk to them and they put your finger, their fingers in their ears and and they're showing that they're not listening. You know something? The Gemara. the Gemara says the reason why the fingers are separated, originally they weren't separate actually, and then the fingers were separated, is in order not to hear Lashon Hara. Not to hear Lashon Hara. So you take your finger, you put it in your ear. Sounds very childish, right? The Gemara says that a person who hears Lashon Hara, he's hit oizen. He tilts his ears to hear the Lashon Hara. Nichlis Tchila will be burnt, will be scolded first. Because the ears is where the Lashon Hara entered into the body. It'll be nichvis tchila, it'll be scolded, it'll be punished, be burned first. And this is the person who did not accept the words of Lashon Hara to be true. But he's listening, he's tilting his ears, tilting his head, he's inclined to hear what's being spoken. This person is assisting the one who's speaking. And he causes shame and embarrassment to the one they're speaking about. He's still causing a humiliation, even if he's not going to believe it. It's still us. And the listener who is tilting his ears, tilting his head, his body, expressing, I want to hear what you have to say, when he knows he should not be listening, he is being mechazek the Baal Lashon Hara, the one who is speaking Lashon Hara. Let me ask you a rhetorical question because the court is going on now, so we don't want to have the response now. Have you ever seen anyone speak Lashon Hara to the wall? Have you ever seen anyone have a conversation with the wall of Lashon Hara? You don't, you don't see it. Right? Rhetorical, right? So you, you, you need something to talk to over there. So why am I asking this question? 
because that strengthens Rabbi Yonah's words over here. This that a person is tilting his head closer to hear what's being said. Even if after the fact, he says, oh, what are you talking about? That's absurd. That's ridiculous. He's b'mechazik. He's giving the speaker of the Lashon Hara the opportunity to say Lashon Hara. Shlomo Melech tells us on the next page in the Shari Tshuva over here how we should deal with people who speak Lashon Hara. What should our response be? And he tells us that we have to show him a face, a facial reaction of displeasure. Ponim nizomim. We have to show him that we're upset with what, he, with what he's saying. We don't want to hear it. We gave a marshal yesterday of a person being served on a plate, a pile of dung with flies running, flying around it. And I paused before I said it. And after I turned off the recorder, I said, you know, I was really thinking of saying a pile of human excrement. But I thought that was a little too strong. But we have to realize and visualize and internalize that Lashon Hara is even worse than that. Lashon Hara is much worse than that. That's a schmutz. That's uncomfortable. I remember once I was, it was Erev Shabbos, I did something very foolish and I, I touched a hot pan right before Shabbos. And I myself was telling other people, careful, it's hot. And like a second later, mommy, a second later, I forgot about it and I touched it myself and I burned my hand. I remember I burned my hand. I was, I was like, just mentally, I was like, in, in, not just physically, also, it's, it's, it just really knocked the wind out of me. The punishment of Lashon Hara is much worse than that. We can't, we can't relate to the punishment of Lashon Hara. We have to realize, we have to talk about this. We have to internalize this because therefore when we, when we see someone's about to say Lashon Hara or we hear someone speak Lashon Hara, we have to tell ourselves, remind yourself of that pain. Remind yourself of that, that disgusting smell. And tell yourself that this Lashon Hara is much worse than that. This is the poison with the skull and the cross and the, and the, and the bones you see on top. It says poison. When the person can internalize this attitude towards Lashon Hara, he's, gonna, he's not going to listen to Lashon Hara. He's going to run away like he runs from a fire. This is what Shlomo Malach is telling us. Someone speaking Lashon Hara, you show a face of displeasure. What, what, what are you doing? You're making fun of somebody? You're making fun of somebody? I don't understand. Now the person might think you're absurd. But number one, you're saving yourself from the Avera. Number two, you might be teaching this person a lesson as well.